We're back. It's Engage Magazine on American Family Radio. And in studio today, we do have Ashley Gillespie, uh, who is a customer service representative for the AFA store. So if you have any problems with anything that you have ever ordered, such as water bottles or T-shirts that happen to have the Engage logo, (laughs) Ashley Gillespie is the very kind lady that you're going to talk about. If you happen to miss the first segment, uh, let me encourage you to go to EngageMagazine.net. We have everything podcasted. You can listen to us there. Uh, We are talking today about serving your spouse and how our marriage is supposed to be an illustration and a picture of the gospel. So, Ashley, first off, thanks for being here. Thank you so much for having me. Now, you wrote an article on EngageMagazine.net. We did it in January, so the piece is a little bit older. Hopefully our readers have had a chance to, to read, or our listeners have had a chance to read it. But it's called Compassion Isn't Compromise. Uh, tell us a little bit about your story real quick. Oh, well, um, I wrote that around the time of the Sanctity of Life Sunday. Um, My husband and I recently went through a miscarriage, um, and we we went through a lot of different emotions, but mainly um, it gave me a respect for and a heart for women who have gone through loss. Mm, And especially those who, you know, because there again, it was— during the uh, sanctity of human life, everybody's talking about and thinking about abortion during that month. Uh, one of the things in your article that absolutely pierced my heart was that your your attitude towards women or mothers who who made the choice for abortion was really radically changed um, through your experience. Absolutely. It gave me a heart for the grief that they go through, and I can't even imagine that kind of grief, mm-hmm. but they uh, i can I can see a glimpse of it. Uh, through the loss of my baby. Absolutely. Yeah, and so, Ashley, let me just start off by saying that I really, really, really appreciate your article uh, and your vulnerability and and the way that you've taken what was a, a, a bad situation at the time and you've used it for God's glory, and I'm very grateful for that. So I want to say thank you. Thanks. Uh, uh, also, I wanted to read a, a, a sentence uh, right in the heart, right in the middle of, of your article. It says, if you... Like me, have experienced the loss of a child, whether through miscarriage or uh, untimely death due to an accident or illness. We have a unique opportunity to minister to these ladies because we have something uh, of similarity. So that it goes back to the Romans eight twenty eight that God can take all things and work it for our good for those who love you. And so, how have you at this point been able to take this? Now I understand this is still very raw, very, very real, uh, and 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 still a lot of you know emotions uh, in here, and there will always be that. Um, and uh, so, how is it that you're taking this to minister? Oh man! Um, huh? Well, first I have to say that the ladies around around me they came and ministered to okay. me first. So um, I feel like I can be a, a, a tool um, for 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 God's um, use. Um, I had several ladies that after I experienced my miscarriage they came to me so I hope I can be that. And I'm I'm thankful that I have the platform that I do mm. that I can um, I can come and I can write about it mm. and it can reach a national level. Sure. And um, I'm thankful that um, that I've got a lot of women at church that are younger than me that I can minister to in that way. I'm hopeful for any of those opportunities. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
And for me, I, I've read your article twice now because <laughs> that means so much to me. But And, and just to be honest with you, and I, I honestly believe we have listeners listening right now that are like me in the sense that before I read this article, honestly, I'm, I'm pro-life all day. Uh, I vote pro-life. I believe in pro-life. Um, but until I read this particular article and knowing you personally, like I've read stuff before, but knowing you personally, actually reading this article, uh, life beginning at conception could not become more real to me than reading this article. Uh, I, I could also say the same thing about my first my first child at five right. months old, uh, Bennett. Uh, but reading this article, I encourage you to go there, engagemagazine.net. And it's we're going to have it right on, on the front page. It's we'll also there. have it on our – there we go. It's on hey. there now. Uh, and it's also going to be on our Facebook page right. if it's not already. Compassion isn't compromised. Right, by Ashley Gillespie, who is the person in studio that we're talking to today. You know, one of the things that you mentioned in your article is that in this really difficult time that is absolutely indescribable um, – your husband stood by you. You say, I've been blessed with many amazing with amazing support from my husband, and you name him first, and you go on with family, friends, well, church and work family. Um, now, your husband's name is Daniel. Yes. Daniel's an awesome guy. He yes, is. he is. He's a teacher. <laughs> um, and just, yeah, just a great guy. But how did he stand with and serve you in this? Because he was also going through a grieving process of his own. Yes. Um, so how, what kind of practical ways, because here's what I'd like is for you to actually speak to some of the husbands out there whose sure. wives have gone through this. How can they serve their spouse? Well, you know, I think that, well, I know that men and women grieve differently. And especially on a scale like this and in a time like this, um, I seem to obviously crying and Yelling and screaming was my way of grieving, <laughs> and his was not. Mm. And at first, it angered me a little bit, I'll be honest. Oh, yeah. Because, um, you know, there is, um, there, there's, there's something about silence that you're like, well, wait a minute, you should be feeling this way too. Well, he was. Mm. But he told me, he was like, I have to be strong for you. Mm-hmm. If I'm not the one being strong, who's going to be the strong person right. here? Um, so he was there physically and that's something that's one of my love languages is being um is, is having a physical touch just yes. being there when i couldn't get out of bed he just laid beside me <laughs> it was really really helpful um praise god yeah absolutely. um like i said we love daniel we yeah. do yeah. <laughs> absolutely um and i i didn't know um how hard it was for him until i saw a text message that he sent to my brother-in-law and um, he said, you know, I'm, he was giving his condolences. And Daniel said, yeah, the hardest thing is just watching your wife go through something you can't help her with. Mm-hmm. So um, through that, though, he was great mm-hmm. and um, incredibly, incredibly helpful just by being a physical presence and praying with me and, and, and telling me this was not the end of the story. Yeah. So. And let me just say this again. If you want to uh, get an idea of how you can pray for your spouse, we're going to have a couple of resources up on EngageMagazine.net and also on our Facebook right. at uh, Facebook.com slash MagEngage. Um, okay. Let's talk about something happy for a minute. Because, <laughs> uh, yeah, 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 it's getting, getting a little, little heavy in here. Yeah. So, uh, now, you did say something that I want to hit on that your husband was grieving very, very differently than you. You're, um, you know, you were very boisterous. You were loud. You, you know, were yelling and screaming. And I totally get that. But Daniel is more stoic. 
Yes, and he is. So he's, you know, a little quieter, but he's still going through these things. But so men and women do grieve differently. But on the flip side of that, to make things a little happier, we also love differently and we receive love in much different ways, uh, men and women do. And, you know, really, um, it's that is even. Um, Found in Scripture in Ephesians five thirty three, it says, "However, let each one of you love his wife as himself." Oh, you know what? I read the wrong one. No, I didn't. Let each one of you love his wife as himself, and let the wife see that she respects her husband. So, the command in here from the writer of Ephesians is for men to love their wives, but for women to respect their husbands. There's a big difference there, Wesley. Why do you think that is? Well, you know, there being two differences in, you know, male, female, and the way we respond, I I just know that I do. I I like respect. I feel loved when I'm respected. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And so... um, that I think I think that's just a difference in the way that God created male and female. Yeah, and I'll tell you, you know, one of the things um, we're seeing this even in 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 our children, my wife and I, because I'm really big on even though my kids, uh, I've got a three year old, a two year old, and a, a thirteen week old, um, but I'm already teaching the three and two year old to say yes sir and no sir and yes ma'am and no ma'am. Yeah. And my wife, while she agrees that that's really important, it's not that big a deal. Right, right. She wants them to hug and kiss her. Right. I'm like, I love your hugs and kisses. And but when I'm asking you a question, you're gonna say yes. Sir, right. no, sir. Yes. <laughs> right. So we 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 do receive those differently. And I think that Gary Chapman has really tapped into something um in his book, The Five Love Languages, which is another really great resources if you've never read it. Uh he talks about the five different love languages and each one has a little different and uh you know you may Receive love one way and speak love another way. Um, Just don't do like you, like I've done. I have read the book. I know the book backwards, forwards, underline it, and I know it, but I only exercise it 25% of the time. <laughs> that's bad. Yeah, now be you, very fluent in your yeah, wife's love I know, language. Yeah, that's bad when you know the right thing to do and you don't do it. So I'm, I'm, I'm kind of working toward that direction. When I told uh, my husband that I was going to be on the show and that we were going to be talking about love languages, I said, okay, take this quiz and tell me yeah. what you get. And so last night we actually had the conversation, and one of my um, love languages is physical touch. Like I yes. said, just, just a, you know, a hand on the shoulder. Help, Grab you know. your hand in the mall. Right, yeah. that kind of thing. And that's one of his lowest ones. Okay. And so he's like, well, man, I'm, I'm, you know, that's maybe it. I need to consider doing that. <laughs> more. I didn't yeah, realize, that yeah. I, and I didn't personally realize yeah. that that was one of my love languages until I took the quiz. Both of ours uh, top ones were words of affirmation. Yeah, and nice. so, um, so you had one in common? We did. Our, oh, first, our said, top one was, okay. was both um, the most common for us and the one that we appreciate well, the happy most. happy marriage then. There you go. There you, go. <laughs> yeah. you know, I gotta but tell yes. you, we, my wife and I were the exact opposites. Yeah. So mine my, is, we yeah, so yeah. mine, I'm like you, I'm, physical touch is my number one uh, and then acts of service is actually my number two. With my wife, quality time was number one, and uh, I think words of affirmation was number two. Quality time's on the bottom of my list. I have best friends that I talk to once every three or four weeks, and you feel like you've talked and, and, to and them they're every my brothers, week. right? I mean, right. I love these guys, but yeah. it's it, I just don't need that. Right? That's, you know, I, I'm a writer. I'm solitude. You know, I'm. I, I'm happy being just me and Jesus. Um, (laughs) But my wife has to have that quality Mm -hmm. time. Yeah. And so uh, there's a sermon out there by uh, a guy named Paul Washer. Absolutely wonderful sermon. And one of the things that he says in it is that um, 
God really chooses your spouse. And one of the ways that he does that, or, or one of the things in that him choosing, is he doesn't pick somebody that is perfectly compatible with you. He chooses somebody who's different than you mm-hmm. because that's going to turn you into uh, or make you more like Christ. So, uh, you know, Wesley, you were talking about in the first segment, which, again, if you missed that, you can go to Engage Magazine and get it. But, um, but Wesley, you were talking about the unconditional love that we are to have for our spouse. Well, if our spouse is just like us, yeah. it's really easy to love them. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, just reset right here. You're listening to Engage Magazine on American Family Radio. We have Ashley Gillespie in the studio. She's a writer for Engage, a contributor for EngageMagazine.net, but also she works here at AFA and AFR as the uh, store Rep- customer service. Customer service. Right. Okay. She's also an editor for Engage Magazine. Let's oh, plug yeah. that too. Yes. See? Thank right, you. There, <laughs> there you go. Uh, one thing I wanted to know, I noticed when I walked in. As uh, to the studio today, I noticed that when I when I came in, I saw uh, your uh, Bible sitting here. Uh, by the way, you took my seat. I'm, sorry. I'm, just, I'm, just, kidding. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Just kidding. Uh, I noticed a Bible sitting here, and then you walked in and sat down right behind it. Let me ask you: How important has God's word been during this time? Oh man. Um... When you can reflect on the sovereignty of God and mm-hmm. go back to His Word, that that means everything. This is like the the way that we base everything that we think and do is mm-hmm. as a Christian is based on God's Word. Yeah, Matthew four four, Jesus says that man shall not live on bread alone, but every word that comes from the mouth of God it ministers to our soul. Mm-hmm. And you were just talking about. Yeah, your husband and how y'all cope through this together. Mm-hmm. Is it not amazing? Can we just be awesome here or just talk about how awesome God is? That God gives us the uh, the privilege to love him by loving our spouse. Oh, how absolutely. awesome is that? Yeah. That's one of my favorite things about God. I was thinking about that when I came in today, that I can love God by loving my spouse, and mm-hmm. he gives me that uh, well, opportunity. You know, and, and I know that this is—, is um, it's not exactly what Jesus was addressing here, um, but in John thirteen thirty five, he says that by this all people will know you are my disciples if you have love for one another. And I know that Jesus was speaking of you know the brotherly love, the fellowship. But can you imagine how amazing or, or, or how much of an impact it would have on our culture if Christian marriages had a different type of love mm-hmm. for one another? If if the spouses were known by their love and when. You know, when somebody makes a joke about marriage and says, oh, you know, you've got your ball and chain, you're like, no, man, my wife set me free. Uh, mm-hmm. yeah. You know, if, if when, because those kind of things really um, irk me when people make fun of my marriage, or when they make fun of marriage in general, because I'm like, I don't understand that. Right. Uh, you know, I realize, you know, that in our culture, we love comedy and especially, you know, I know you two, we, we love laughing. Yeah. Uh, we love cracking jokes. But one thing I really don't kid about is my wife. Right. Um, because I treasure her. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right. I don't. I don't want to make light of her. I don't want to make light. I'll make fun of myself all day long. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I can't You're get do that me with in her. trouble now because I make fun of my wife. <laughs> well, no, I do pick on her, <laughs> yeah, but I'm not gonna. Her. I'm not gonna lessen her, and I'm not no, gonna right. lessen her marriage. No, I completely. But can you imagine understand. how much of an impact it would make on our culture if every uh, couple who said we are believing couples, mm-hmm. and and somebody comes up and says, you know what? I knew you had to be Christian because your love for each other is so strong. Yeah, mm-hmm. Our, it's that unconditional love. The marriage, uh, the marriage that God created, is a uh, an example of the gospel. Absolutely. And we're challenging you to uh, serve your spouse. 
Absolutely. You have been listening to Engage Magazine on American Family Radio. We thank you for spending time with us. If you want to know more, you can find us at engagemagazine.net. If you want to get in contact, you can send an email to engagefaq at afa.net. Thanks for listening.